Welcome, 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 welcome to the doubled up, 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 the doubled up podcast. Welcome to the doubled up podcast. Let's go. Welcome to the Doubled Up Podcast, the weekly podcast talking all things trainers, sneakers, kicks, creps, whatever you call them, wherever you are in the world. I'm Matt and with me as he is every single week is Scott. Scott, how you doing, mate? Good, 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 good. Bit of a year roundup. I'm excited for this one. I like a, I like a good year roundup. I know, I know. And this is also a very, very weird experience because uh, I will say this right now, just to kind of get it out of the way, Scott, you know how I love to uh kind of inception ourselves with timings and things like this because for anyone that has listened to us over the last few weeks you will know that uh i'm supposed to be in florida right now and you might be thinking hang on a minute we've only had one week without matt why is this now matt's matt's in my ear well that's because the fact that i trusted scott with just two weeks of me being away and he decided to go on a stag do meaning we were going to miss a week out however i couldn't do that to you lovely listeners so we've decided to double up on recording the doubled up podcast we're recording two episodes in one day and this is going to be our end of year roundup so this i'm surprised you've got that much pep in your step still scott we've just recorded episode 148 and now we're recording episode 150 yep time is but a number it's a mere concept it doesn't exist it's fine we're all good it, it might just be overtiredness kicking in at this point it, it, who knows it's been a long day it's and, been a long uh, day yeah two two podcasts in let's see what happens we always do this right like one of the things that you would have hear, heard from me and scott over the last couple of episodes is us talk about the all-star episodes um there are always two big episodes we do at the end of every single year we do a personal roundup where we talk about our own personal pickups and some awards we also give our opinions on how we think the, the year has been and then we also do our all-star episode that all-star episode will be next episode and it'll be our final episode of the year so this episode will drop on monday the 11th of december our all-star episode will drop on the 18th of december and then we are having two weeks off because christmas and new year decided to be selfish and appear on a monday this year and we thought you guys i'm sure we're absolutely fine without two weeks of us so we're having the week of christmas off we're having the the new year off and then we'll be back on monday the 8th of january with regular weekly content so yeah this is our penultimate episode of the year and it only made sense for us to have a little bit of a 2023 roundup so scotty boy jumping straight into things uh how, how how have you found 2023 i think it's been a very different year to other years we've been doing this but uh yeah what do we think about 2023 as a whole it's been damn good um putting it bluntly it's been a very 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 nice year um to be into shoes um it's as you said it's been a bit of a different year because i don't think in terms of the traditional big hyped you know the big expectation pairs of the year i think there's been many of those this year um i think it's been generally quieter on the hype front you know we haven't had as many kind of super saturdays and collection days and all these kind of big kind of things around specific pairs 
there's been lots of events and lots of stuff going on that's been amazing but in terms of big hyped releases that people have gone i you know craving this pair of shoes well, there's been many this year um however that does not mean it's been a bad year by any means because i think oh as a whole i think the brands and the consistency across all the brands has been fantastic i think they've been brilliant in terms of pushing each other um i think it's been grs absolutely fantastic amazing pairs have been hitting the sales almost every month um brilliant you can walk into a store and find jordan's and air max just sat on the wall and you can try them on and you can go yeah i like these i'm going to buy these and walk out with them it's just been a very very nice year i know a lot of people have said it kind of feels like it's gone back to how it was and maybe i'm kind of i've for as long as i can remember jordan hype has been so so at the peak that it's it hasn't happened but as a whole i think this year um it's been very very good and i think the brands that maybe weren't spoken about as much in previous years have really pushed on and really pushed to be in that conversation this year um i think of the likes of asics I think there's like Saucony, I think of the likes of Adidas, the, all these brands that previously maybe weren't kind of in that discussion are. And that just makes a better overall kind of picture for us as consumers. Yeah, I think um, we've really seen the evolution of this as this podcast has happened, right? Because when you really think about how this podcast really started, it was because of the fact that and I mean, this is quite nice that we're actually recording this as episode 150 of this podcast. And when we first started, it, it was because we were really in the middle of just unprecedented hype in 2020, where just a couple of years prior, you had the 10 and you had the Sean Weatherspoon, like 97 ones. And you had all these huge, huge, like Travis Scott started getting really, really hyped. And then you move into 2020 and you've got Travis Scott dunks and ben and jerry's and sb galore it was absolutely ridiculous right and we really started this podcast because you and i were into adidas and we felt like it we almost uh, a counterculture type move in a certain degree as much as we weren't saying that we hated all of this night product it wasn't, wasn't an anti-night podcast but we wanted to be able to share uh, share a light on some of these other brands that maybe weren't being highlighted that were still producing amazing stuff and then I think we got swept up a little bit in 2021 and we saw 2022. We had the same kind of conversation this time last year where we were saying that there weren't any sort of like God tier shoes that were reselling for thousands and thousands of pounds like we were in previous years. But I think what we've kind of come to at the end of all of this, like the bubble has burst and what you've created is almost like sneaker paradise where we do have these really top quality hype releases to a certain extent with the, uh, I don't know, the SB4s and the Harito uh, Dunks and uh, Amamanier 5s and things like this. We still do have these really, really hype shoes, but the prices for everything are being pushed down and you have just so much variety that it really feels like people can just start expressing themselves and buy the shoes that they want to rather than feeling like they have to just react to everything i don't know about you scott but i've had such a fun year not having this like impending pressure to buy something as soon as i see that there's a, a, a an idea of it releasing like there were certain pairs back in like 2020 2021 that you almost like even if you weren't sure on the shoe you had to enter multiple raffles just in case because it was either you hit on it 
or miss it. And if you miss it, the, the resale was so high that you would never, ever, ever be able to see it again. Yeah, no, I agree. I think, you know, in terms of height, kind of i say hype releases but releases that i really felt a pressure to enter raffles for to really to really try and purchase a shoe um it just hasn't been there this year like i just there's been i think the only pair i can think of where pairs plural should i say that really i was there like no i'm gonna have to put in a just a little bit more i'm gonna have to get up you know on time to set an alarm or whatever to kind of purchase um the MX One Big Bubble, which you know was again a bit of a hyped release, and kind of people were very excited for it. And it was one of those where I was like, I don't know how this is going to go. Is it going to be going to sell out? Is it not? Um, I did pick them up, not through a raffle. Picked them up on a website, um, which so you know shows it wasn't overly hyped. And um, the J Tip Saucony, but because it was only releasing in one place in the UK, so that was they're the only ones. Other than that it's just like well actually if they sell out they sell out I'm not fussed because there's so much great product and if you know if they do and i do still really want them probably going to be able to find them somewhere or just pick them up you know on ebay or something for not much more so yeah it's it's not there hasn't been a pressure whereas in previous years you do kind of feel especially when you know i was buying a lot of jordans you are there like you've got to be on sneakers you've got to enter all these raffles and you're just there like actually i mean even our group chats before it was kind of people were celebrating if they got a win big, you know, big kind of like, Oh yeah, finally, you know, somebody got a win on sneakers and all this, this year. It's like, Oh, by the way, guys, I managed to get two pairs. Anybody want one? Um, Very, very different. And yeah, it's not a bad thing by any means. Cause it just means that everybody is picking up the product that they actually want. Um, And I think people, it's taken a little bit of, time for people to kind of acclimatize to this and <laughs> not kind of because there are still people that are still entering every raffle and still trying to buy all this stuff on the premise that they're probably not going to win all them all and then they realize that their credit card really dislikes them because they've got five pairs of the same shoes being delivered and have to cancel them all um but yeah not a bad thing by any means no a hundred percent and it's really let some of the other brands really really shine um i mean like i said the episode that we're going to be look uh, we're going to be releasing after this episode drops is the all-star um, sneaker battle. And like I said, we, we, we always ask you guys to submit shoes for us to use as your favorite shoes in that episode. And I mean, Scott, by the time we've recorded this episode, we're still very early in, in the submissions, but we were having a chat earlier on today about even with the small amount of submissions we've had, because the, 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 the link's only been live for a couple of days, but variety, honestly, like we also asked the question, what, brand do you think is the brand of the year and even at this minute of time early on we've had five or six different brands voted for as like the brand of the year and it's just the diversity that has come from a year like this Mm -hmm. is absolutely it's allowed everything to breathe a little bit more and because you haven't had this so like this huge undeniable like this is what you are into this year it's not a huge jordan year or a huge air max year or a huge anything year is really let everything simmer a little bit and as, as i said it's just it's created just immense competition which is amazing for us as sneakerheads right it gives us variety yeah definitely and i think what it's also done is allowed people that maybe don't feel as pressured to constantly be buying nike product be buying jordan products etc 
to actually look at others and go, actually, I know people that are picking up Adidas this year that never picked up Adidas before. I know people that picked up Sockney pairs that previously had never picked them up before. Um, but it's just because one people i think in general people aren't picking up as many pairs um i think there is that general trend of people are being slightly more selective um or at least if they are buying lots of pairs they're not at the same price point i think the only people the people i know that are are certainly buying less they're buying they're still buying a lot of jordans and obviously jordan prices have gone up quite significantly so you know it affects whatever but yeah, I think there's lots of different factors at play. Again, like I say, the increasing price is one that has kind of made people look elsewhere. And, you know, it's just broadened everybody's horizons, um, I think, this year. And now there are a lot of people that maybe aren't so against putting on a pair of three stripes, aren't so against kind of rocking a pair of New Balance um, when previously they wouldn't have. And, yeah, it just it's made it very, very diverse. And I think when I've been to kind of events you do still see people wearing the same stuff because they go, well, I want to wear the most hype product that I own. The thing is, people haven't picked up much hype product this year. So the problem is everybody is wearing the same hyped product from this or year. from last year. That's the thing yeah, as well, is that it's... we're not seeing, a, we're not seeing like, you're not going to sneaker events and seeing like this year's equivalent of the Lost and Founds because no. there hasn't always been this year's equivalent of the Lost and Found. No. I mean, I know there have been obviously hype releases and things like this, but um I think that people are wearing still a lot of last year's shoes or the year before and things like this because there hasn't been like that, oh my God, groundbreaking release this year. Which again, we're not saying this is a bad thing. I just think there's been, and we said this last year actually when we did the All-Star game with Brad and um, Fabio, there's not been as many like tier one shoes that are like like i said the thousand pound fragment jordan high type prices yeah but we've just seen more and more and more and more of like tier two that are still incredible releases but just there's so many more of them whereas before again it was it was more staggered and i don't know whether i'm explaining that correctly it just seems like the the landscape is a lot flatter at the minute where you have great shoes that hit the sale bad shoes and then just really good shoes and outside mm. of those three kind of categories you don't have that many that are in that like head and shoulders above the rest um mm. and it's like i said it's, just, it's creating just a very unique time and i think yeah. so many people are, 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 are really into shoes uh, like you said earlier scott saying oh this is like the good old days I don't know what those good old days were like, but if this is like the good old days, I want to be in a, t- I want to be able to hop into a time machine and go back and experience it twice yeah. because I think this year has been fantastic. Yeah. And I think I know at the time of recording, there's a lot of discussion around the kind of the shoe of the year list that obviously complex put out. But I think the reason there's been so much discussion around that shoe of the year list is because like I say, there hasn't been so many, incredible top tier you know big hyped releases and actually the pairs that are there are being pushed so much by other products that it's actually kind of like well actually i people don't agree everyone has a different shoe of the year because there's just so much consistently good products um which makes kind of making a list like that almost impossible um so yeah it's uh it's been a very very good year very solid year lots of amazing grs Lots of more limited releases and lots of surprises that have come along the way as well that no one really expected came out of nowhere. And people have be still been able to 
get a reasonable success rate on purchasing. So, um, I mean, the Amami F5s really came out of nowhere. But I know quite a lot of people that did manage to pick pairs up, um, dusk and dawn. So, you know, yeah, it, it's been it's been a very, very good year. Um, yeah. I think I've said that a lot already, but it really has been in terms of releases. A lot of people might go, oh, it's been rubbish. It's not as good as the other one. It very much depends on what type of product you're buying. If you really are kind of looking for that really hyped, you know, in almost impossible to purchase shoes, this hasn't really been the year for you because there hasn't been as many of those. But across the board, I would say this is one of the strongest years we've had since doing this podcast in particular. Um, I think it probably is the strongest and most consistent year we've had. Yeah, 100%. While you were kind of talking about that and you were saying about the complex sneaker of the year, it made me think about like what I was saying at the beginning of the idea of like 2020, you were just inundated with hype. And there were so many shoes that like people were so, so after they were like ready to do backflips for. And I've just pulled up the complex sneaker of the year list, the top 10 list for 2020. And when you look at some of the shoes that we have here, it's just, they're just so undeniably like, of course, these shoes are in this list. Now, of course, there's going to be some questionable ones like you have a number 10, the Nike Air Zoom Alpha next percent but again that was more for the innovation and the tech rather than being a lifestyle shoe but then you've got things like obviously travis scott sb dunk low off-white jordan 4 um you've got in there joe fresh goods 992 dior jordan ones union jordan 4 ben and jerry's sb dunk low off-white fives and even then that year you had multiple off-white fives but i think everyone would have unanimously agreed with that list back in 2020 because like you mentioned there scott they were just so unbelievably hyped that everyone was singing off the same hymn sheet and i think what we've seen here in 2023 is this whole argument here in the uk of oh well the complex list is wrong because it's uk versus us and it's a different taste no 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 i don't think it's necessarily uk versus us i think it's just that everyone is really starting to understand what their favorite flavor of ice cream is and like it's just you might rum and right you might like rum and raisin i might like i don't know chocolate brownie do you know what i mean it's like everyone is entitled to liking different things and because people are so passionate about the shoes that they've really liked from this year and it not what everyone is singing off the same hymn sheet it's creating a little bit of disagreement but that's not a bad thing so the, the, this is why i don't actually like sneaker of the year scott this is why we don't do the doubled up podcast sneaker of the year list because everyone should be allowed to like their own things and i put my foot down and say we're not doing it but what we do do is uh our um kind of awards for the year we do the same six categories every single year and i want to say awards they're not really awards because one of them is our first pickup and one of us is our last pickup but what we're going to do is just talk through some of the pickups that we've had uh, of the year and how and kind of give our own personal roundup of the year so we are going to start right at the beginning of 2023 scott with our first pickup of the year and i'm going to say that in advance to this that a lot of the shoes that i'm about to talk about i've had a very very humble year this year like i have not picked up one pair of remotely hyped shoes all year yet i've absolutely loved it and it's been one of my favorite years of pickups so far but my first pickup of 2023 was all the way back in the january sales i bought the size exclusive adidas bc trainer the seaside series in the blackpool colorway uh, i bought i think for christmas i'd got the brighton colorway which for anyone that knows my background my girlfriend went to university in brighton and we spent a lot of time 
time there over the years that she was away and very a place that's very very close to my heart but the Blackpool colorway with that like mustardy yellow upper and the kind of burgundy stripes and the um uh, nice dark gum sole really really nice shoe for me to pick up uh for the first pair of the year what was your first pickup of the year scott my first pickup was a pair that i picked up um with you actually while we were in uh good old london town just after yes. a uh, interview with uh, trainer heads which ironically we actually uh looked at this shoe in hand first there and we're talking about how good this shoe was and how much i wanted the shoe then ironically walking past past uh, walking past the new balance store um on oxford street lo and behold they had the Saleha Bambri 990 V2s. Um, a beautiful shoe. Um, the most expensive shoe that I've purchased this year. Um, and there was a slight bit of regret when I did it. Oh, honestly, watching you buy that shoe was the most hilarious <laughs> thing in the world. Because if listeners can remember back to the beginning of the year, uh, Scott had also picked up the Sean Wotherspoon or Ketro, or at least I'd bought it and ordered it to my house knowing that Scott was coming that weekend to visit me in London to do the Trainer Heads interview. And he obviously had the Orchetros delivered at my house while we were out in Central. And you kind of came back to my house with a 200 plus pound pair of New Balance in one hand and a pair of Orchetros in the other hand that were like 130 pounds. Like, oh, shit, which one do I bring home? And uh, you did go for the Salehi Bembrys, which I do still think is the better of the two pairs. But yeah, watching, oh, 100%. You, watching you in your head try and com- compute, like, do I keep the really expensive nice pair or do I go home with some slightly cheaper pairs? It was a very comical yeah. day. Yeah, there, there was quite a lot of, um, yeah, kind of conundrums going on there. But I definitely did go for the better pair. Um, and they are a absolutely beautiful pair of shoes. So, um, yes, very, very happy. Very happy. That kind of what you mentioned there with the trainer heads um, kind of interview moves me on quite nicely to the pair that I'm going to pick for my second shoe. And the second category is most surprising pickup. And I've gone a little bit left field here, Scott, because we've had some shoes this year that uh, I'm kind of almost preempting one of the pairs that I think you're picking, which is why I haven't picked this. And I'm going super, super simple with my most surprising pair. And that is that I'm going with the Adidas Samba OG. Now I can pick this shoe for a number of reasons number one the fact that the samba has just become so popular this year it is unbelievable but the backstory of me buying this samba og was because of the fact that i was asked to host the game show at the offspring adidas event in central london which if you'd asked me scott at the beginning of 2023 that i would be hosting a game show for adidas and offspring i would have told you like nah surely not but i think maybe one of the reasons why i've enjoyed 2023 so much is because you and i have just done so much more this year than we have in any other year up until this point like if we look at little old you and me scott we kept ourselves to ourselves yeah we might have attended a couple of little uh, group outings every now and then yeah we had a lot of guests appear on our podcast but we'd never done anything with anything uh, we'd never done anything with anyone else prior to this year and this year i do believe it was this year it might have been last year i can't remember now if i'm getting my dates mixed up but we went on in kicks we trust 
as a guest. Mm-hmm. We were then invited to trainer heads, like you mentioned there, to to do an interview of a trainer head with them. You and mm-hmm. I have both been on Prozex podcast individually. Uh, we were also asked by Crepography to go to multiple of their events and host in-person interviews. And like I said, I have then since hosted the Adidas um, Offspring event. So I feel like we've been so, so involved in the wider community this year, more than we have uh, in any other year. And it's been a real positive thing for us to, to kind of be a part of. But I think that's why it's that's why that shoe is my most surprising shoe, because I'm I I ha- physically had to buy that contractually to do that event. So the only reason why I own that shoe is because of that event. And it's the event itself that is almost my most surprising moment. So I thought I'd go a little bit left field on my most surprising pickup. No, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Um, I also went on a big rant there. I've done, sorry if I've all of a sudden like gone on a big old rant, but it's been a fun year for us. Yeah, that has. I mean, yeah, in, t- in terms of my most surprising, I think there's a there's a few different routes I could go down with this because I think obviously in terms of most surprising kind of pickup one the ones that I wasn't expecting in terms of that then you know Paperboy um, New Balance that obviously was in that just landed in the outlet that ridiculous for what, sixty quid you know man- randomly picking up recently in new zealand you know 990 v6s for again 60 quid incredible surprising pairs um but i think the, the, there's two pairs that really stand out as the most surprising but i think the one that i'm going to go with is the dizygotic cheech and chong that's the pair yeah. that i wasn't really expecting to receive it wasn't. It was a pair that I kept looking at and going, "Oh, that's a cool pair," but you know, it's a cool pair. And then since getting them in hands, it, it's you know when you get a pair where you almost have to actively stop yourself from wearing. Like I want to wear it all the time, and it, it's the same. There's, there's very few pairs that I kind of get, and I'm like, I just want to constantly wear it. And it's it's that shoe, and it's so bonkers, it's so mad, and it shouldn't work, but it just does like it's an absolutely fantastic pair of shoes um and yeah i'm i was just so surprised one when they arrived um kind of from the guys at dies um you know massive shout out to them guys they absolutely smash it every single time but also yeah just kind of the actual quality of the shoe and just how it is in hand so yeah for me i think that that's the most surprising pair um this year that, that i've certainly kind of had I tell you what, Scott, you're doing a fantastic job of segueing me into the uh, the next uh, award every single time because uh, I did think that one of us was going to pick Dizygotic for the most surprising pair, and that's why I deliberately didn't. I went down a different route because it's very, very easy for us to pick a Dizygotic pair for most surprising. But the next category we have is best quality, and it is for this category that I've picked a Dizygotic pair and in particular I have picked the Dizygotic Project Alpha Malice in the Palace uh, we recently did a bonus episode where we created some video content and again feeding back into what I said before the fact that we were asked by Dizygotic we want to send you this mystery shoe can you produce a little bit of uh, content for us they reached out and as much as that was very rough and ready uh, that video we did our best given that we are normally uh, audio only we're not exactly people that sit in front of the camera all that often uh, they they really really enjoyed watching the the video back and hopefully you guys listening to this did as well um but the materials on that 
Dizogotic Project Alpha, like the suede's are so incredible. The colors are great. Like the box is Dizogotic. There's a reason why they have such a high price point of like $267. It's because they are producing shoes of such high quality from the unboxing experience to the shoe itself, to the storytelling. And if I'm thinking about a lot of the other shoes, I've, I've only picked up a handful of shoes this, this year, Scott. I was saying to you before we hit records, including shoes that I've been gifted, I've only had 10 pairs this year seven of them i've bought optionally with my own money and a lot of them have been fairly grs in the sale so when i'm thinking about like best quality it's this year i haven't picked up any sort of like made in us made in uk like really plush 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 shoes but that does got that does i got a pair is plush 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 so it has to be my kind of best quality shoe i would say yeah no that's right and this is the thing again i, I could quite easily put either of the does i got pairs into this um uh, for for variety's sake um you know i have picked up some made in us new balance which are fantastic um i even think the the sambas that we've recently picked up the offspring and the end pair i think the quality of those has been incredibly surprising um from a a very low price point um shoe um I, I certainly think that's the case. I think oh, it's very tricky. It's I can't look past the Dizogotics. And I think I, I the Cheech and Chong, yes, but I do agree the Malice and the Palace are up there. And I, I have made in US New Balance the you know the 990 V6. It's great. It's very, very well done. But the Dizogotic does blow them out of the water. Um quite comfortably in terms of quality um it's not surprising in the slightest but the problem is for as long as we have a dizygotic release that we receive in a year i don't think there's going to be many pairs of shoes that we can turn around and go that beats it for quality and and it might just feel like this is our like we're constantly putting a sales pitch together but like it the own with we would only ever kind of talk about shoes and kind of support products that we genuinely love and that we genuinely want to wear i wear the pairs i wear them all um and i it like I say the, the quality of the products the storytelling and everything is just next level and like i say from a quality perspective i'm still yet to find a pair of shoes um that i've received that is matches or is better than yeah. So for me, it's dizogotic. No, I absolutely agree. A hundred percent second everything that you've um just said. Uh, well, I'm I'm gonna now move into our fourth. We're steaming through these quite quickly, Scott. This might be a quick episode for us. We're actually being concise for once. Who would have thunk Ooh. it? Jesus Christ! Uh, our fourth category is going to be best deal. Now. Uh, for someone that has only ever spent £110 on a pair of shoes this year, Scott, you could argue that every pair I've bought is a good deal because, uh, as I said, it wasn't until the only pair of shoes that I've bought at a full retail price this year, day of recording this episode, is the Offspring Adidas Samba. Now, by all means, there are a few weeks until the end of the year, so technically there might be a couple before the end of the year that I do buy at a higher price. But yeah, right now, I've only ever spent maximum of £110 on a pair of shoes this year, which is absolutely bonkers compared to previous years everything i've bought has been in the sale discounted second hand etc 
everything I've bought has been a great deal. But there was yeah. one pair of shoes that I think is my best deal, not because it's the most heavily discounted, but because I was really hoping it hit the sale. And for that reason, I'm so happy that I got it in the sale. And that is the size exclusive New Balance 580. Now, Scott, you and I all year for us, this year has been the year of the Samba and the year of the 580, where everyone else has been focusing on Sambas and other New Balance models. <laughs> you and I have been singing the praises of the 580 every single week. Whenever a new colorway goes out, we talk about it. When everyone goes in the sale, we talk about it as a steal of the week. We have loved the 580 so, so much. And you and I both saw that size New Balance pair, the purple pair in particular, and said, Oh my God, that is incredible. That is the best 580 that has released this year. Neither of us picked it up when it first came out. And you sent a message into the group chat. Matt, have you seen the 580 is £80 plus you can get 20% discount with a student discount code. You and me instantly that day went on and bought them. And it was one of those things that I wasn't planning on buying a pair of shoes that day, but I needed them discounted because we just loved them so much. Now, the price we paid for them is kind of the market price now because they are now even more heavily discounted on the size website. And what we paid for them is just the normal going rate for them. But again, it was a pair that I didn't expect to go into the sale and I did get them at a discounted price. So for that reason, it's my best deal. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it's a hell of a deal. Um, I'm Again, I was the same. I really wanted that pair and I'm very glad that I managed to get that pair. So yeah, happy days. Um in terms of the pairs that I've picked up this year, um, you've picked up what this must have been almost quite hard for you because you have picked up way more. I guessed how many pairs you'd picked up this year, and including freebies, it was 17 pairs <laughs> compared to my 10. And uh, yeah. a lot of yours have been like bought with free vouchers, bought heavily discounted. Like you bought a, yeah. you bought some bargains in New Zealand. Like you said earlier, the Paperboy Beams, New Balances in the outlets. Like you've bought some expensive hype pairs, but you've also had some real bargains, better than me this year. So this must have been a real hard one for you. Yeah, this is the thing. So like Paperboy's 60 quid. Um, yeah, and that's a 200 pound pair of shoes when it retails so the fact that you got it for 60 quid is mental yeah 990 v6 60 quid um obviously you said the 580s again you know what 50 whatever they were less than that um it, yeah it's i've been quite lucky with sales um kind of sale pairs this year um so yeah in terms of the the best deal um it becomes a bit of a yeah, what do I, I mean? I've managed to pick up a pair of Amsterdam's 20, 20 quid. Oh, um, I forgot about the Amsterdam's, Jesus. Yeah, tw 20 quid um, for them. Um, you know, yeah, I mean, the, the best deal I've had, and I'm very glad I picked this pair up because they've actually had a lot of wear, um, was a GR. It's the Gazelle in the green and pink colorway, but they were essentially free. <laughs> and I feel like you can't get much of a better deal than that. I also got a pair of grey um, response CLs as well, which again were free. But um, yeah, if anyone that doesn't know, basically got a new phone. And with my new phone, I got a £300 Adidas voucher. So I bought quite a lot of clothes and was then like, uh, what else do I spend the money on? So I bought two pairs of shoes um, discounted. So I, I feel like the Gazelle in particular has had a lot of wear. Um, 
you know that shoe actually sold out when it started releasing elsewhere um kind of very very gucci colorway with the kind of yes. the green with the pink heel etc so i think that has to be the best deal although yes i have been very lucky with with pairs in sales and outlets this year um and even then managed to get them even more heavily discounted even when they're in the outlets so yes it's it's been a lucky year every single time you've bought a pair from an outlet the story has begun with i've walked into an outlet i can't believe i've seen this pair then i've got to the till and there's somehow been a bigger discount like you must be the luckiest person i know this year for somehow getting discounts upon discounts it never yeah. happens to me ever uh, like, <laughs> yeah the I, I never get that. paper boys was an additional 20 percent discount on top and then in new zealand it was an additional 30 percent discount on top right and they were already very very cheap so yeah um I'm, I ain't complaining. <laughs> no, of course not, because you're getting great shoes at less of a price. But Those paper boys have had a lot of wear this year as well. Beautiful I, shoe. I can't stop putting that shoe on my foot. It's beautiful. You've worn a lot of shoes this year. Do you reckon this has been like one of the years that you've had the like such a one of the biggest varieties in the shoes that you've worn? Because I, I am like we mentioned it in a couple of episodes ago. Like I have been the classic meme of like owning all these shoes and only wearing like three pairs. I have lived in my Casablanca three two sevens, my Sambas, and if I'm really feeling like I'm pushing the boat out, I might wear like Pater Air Max or the MTA nine twenties. The other pair that I reach for quite a lot if it's a nice day is either pair of the ALD. 1300s like they're the go-to like sunny day i'm either wearing the green 1300s or the pink 1300s i wear those a lot but again i'm really circling like five to ten pairs a year i feel like you've mentioned 20 pairs in this podcast that you've worn this year i yeah i i mean i do i wear everything like i I genuinely try and wear every as much as i can um it's funny because i think the pairs that have had the least amount of wear this year are probably my jordans and my dunks I just haven't really worn them as much. But at the same time, obviously, my Paisley Dunks are my most worn shoe probably ever. Um, They they just get worn all the time. But yeah, in terms of Dunks, I just haven't really worn that many this year. Um, Just for whatever reason, yeah, just haven't haven't landed on my feet. But... um, You've, yeah, been really, you've been really flying the flag, though, this year for like... You've been really, really into... The fact that Adidas has made a big resurgence, like you've had like your Socony epiphany this year and like obviously been flying the flag for Team Socony on this podcast. So do you think it's maybe because you've been looking uh, kind of around a little bit more that it's made you almost be the same in the shoes that you've been wearing? I think runners is certainly where I'm I'm diving into more. Um, but I do like my Jordans um, in particular when I'm kind of, it slightly needs some slightly smarter occasion where like I can get away with Jordans and stuff. It's uh, yeah, but no, certainly it's um, yeah, it's it's been a it's it's been a good year from just wearing stuff and just enjoying just enjoying pairs. Like, don't feel pressured into like oh well this you know this is released. I feel like I'm you know, I'm going out and I'm going to an event. I've got to wear it. It's just actually no, I'm just I'm just gonna put on a pair that I just really enjoy and just go with it. Been, it's been way more way more carefree this year hasn't it i feel like everyone's been a little Enjoyable. bit more carefree yeah. um well penultimate category for today is the latest pickup now i'm not going to go into too much detail with this one scott because you and i basically have the same latest same pickup and yeah. we spoke about it 
technically two episodes ago by the time the listeners listen to this, but you and I spoke about this latest pickup not even an hour ago, uh, yeah. and that is uh, the Offspring Adidas Samba from the Round of 16 and the Consortium Cup. If you want to hear our thoughts about that shoe, go back to the previous episode. But yeah, really, really good shoe. We were all both looking forward to this all year since February. We've been thinking, is it coming out this month? Is it coming out this month? Is it coming out this month? And finally, towards the end of the year, we get the round of 16. Uh, I know, Scott, obviously you picked up the Offspring Adidas Samba, but I suppose for a little bit of variety, uh, the other pair could be your latest pickup. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, technically the, the, the Offspring is the latest, but obviously very closely followed. was. The, well, they the arrived end, on the same the day, end, didn't uh, they? So... <laughs> <laughs> they did they did arrive on the same day um so yeah the same so yeah offspring um pair and then obviously the sun the end pair as well yeah and that probably rounds it up this really is we have been so concise what on earth has happened to us scott maybe this is maybe we need to record two par- uh, podcasts every single time we record because the second one will just be like super <laughs> concise uh we get all of our like tangents out in the first episodes Final category is our favourite pickup of the year. Now, Scott, again, this is going to be probably a difficult one for you because you have bought a lot this year. Um, I One pair that I've bought this year that I honestly thought could not have been beaten until the moment it arrived. And there was one pair this year that I've bought that I'm not annoyed that I've bought, but it is something that's just been a big disappointment for me. And that was the size-exclusive Nike air 180s um a lot of people are going to be thinking what do you mean that was a massive disappointment well i bought it second hand from uh, a reseller they only cost me 100 quid so they really really didn't cost me that much money but if you remember from earlier episodes in the year scott i spoke about the idea that like when i bought it and i saw the pictures of it it looked like it was in absolute pristine condition and then the shoes turn up and as soon as the sunlight hit them they had this like really deep like mud brown mark across the toe box of both shoe like on the mesh and it's been really really hard to get that out there's still a little bit of like a tinge of brown on one of the shoes. So I still need to like, I wore them the other day and I still need to like get back on them with more Jason Mark to try and get rid of this mark. But I think until I kind of get them in a little bit more of a nicer wearable position, um, they're not going to be my favorite. But for a lot of people, that's a grail shoe, right? Like I'm so happy that I own it because of that. I love the 180. But um, the fact that it isn't quite in the same condition that I want it to be has meant that it hasn't Mm. quite, got my favorite pickup spot my favorite pickup and i know it's going to sound like this is a uh advertisement for them but <laughs> dies i got it cheech and chong it was the shoe that i put as my sleeper pick for the year when we did our mid-year roundup it's a sh- the only shoe that i've opened up the box this year and my jaw has hit the floor and i've gone holy shit uh, it's just for all the same reasons Scott said earlier, it's just a magnet to my feet. And if I have ever wanted to wear something a little bit more and a little bit nicer, that has been one that I've been put on. I've put on a couple of times. You have to be quite selective of how you wear it, though, because the materials are mad. But it's the only pair this year that I have personally bought that I have looked at and just gone. Oh, my God, this is something special. So, yeah, Cheech and Chong dies. I got it. Fair enough. I mean, yeah, Um that's definitely up there for me um, as well, 100%. I will say as well, I, just, I do want to just quickly throw in there that it it was very, very close between the Cheech and Chung and the Offspring Adidas Samba. I know I've just said there was the only shoe that I've opened up and my jaws hit the floor. I think a lot of that was because I didn't expect it when it arrived. Um, it's still a quality, quality shoe that does. I've got it, and I do absolutely love it. And I've been looking forward to that Offspring Samba 
all year long. So maybe yeah. had I not had it as my latest pickup, it could have been my favorite. But I like to try and be a little bit more diverse with this list. So I think really it's a it's a, a coin flip between the two shoes. I'll put the Dazar Gothic in that spot purely because of the fact that I've already just mentioned the Offspring Samba. Yeah, I mean, in terms of favorite pick, I mean, like I said, there's a few here that kind of would fit. I mean, in terms of actually my most worn compared to my favorite, it's slightly different. Like I say, the Bad Bunny Response CL in the triple black, not one for triple black shoes, worn that shoe into the ground. Absolutely love it. Um, You know, we've got the Paperboy um, New Balance again, worn it into the ground. Absolutely brilliant. Um, New Balance size. Again, that's a pair that really struggled to leave my feet since I've had them because they've been brilliant. Um, the ends and offspring sambas, I think if we'd have had them earlier, they could be up there because I think the offspring samba is going to get a lot of wear. I mean, it's grey, it's easy to wear, it's paisley, of course it is. But, um, I so the think que- the question is not your most worn shoe, though. No, well, this is the thing, this favorite. is the difference, and this is where it's quite funny, isn't it? Because the, we wear these pairs all the time. But they're are not they your favorite. Kind of our favorite, or are they at the top shoe that you purchased this year? A lot of the time, no. A lot of the time, the shoes that I wear all the time, again, if I'm thinking about the Adidas Samba, is because of the fact that it's a white, black, and gum sole shoe, and I can literally wear it of any sort of outfit. Yeah. And also because the circumstances where I had to buy it contractually for a job, I actually don't <laughs> give. I don't care if it gets mud on it. Like the honestly, these shoes I've not cleaned them since I bought them. Like they've got little spatters of mm. mud on them and things like this. But I don't care because in my eyes they're not like a big collectible shoe. Yeah, yeah. I tend to wear the shoes that I don't care about the most, which is ironic because it's almost like the really if you really cared about it, you should be wearing these shoes. I think a lot of people are very yeah. similar, right? You want to protect the things you yeah, really, yeah. really love, and then keep the yeah. bat of the I mean, To be fair, in the summer months. um, I wore these to death, much to the dismay of my wife. And that's because my favourite shoe I've picked up this year has to be the J-Tip Saucony. The Grid Azure, honestly, it's just an absolutely phenomenal shoe. And the fact that that shoe was, didn't for whatever reason make the list, being in the conversation for a shoe of the year from people that really do not discuss Saucony in terms of shoe of the year lists says enough. Um, the fact that J tips has become almost a household name this year in terms of collaborations. Yeah. I mean, Saucony as a whole this year of uh, their releases have been fantastic. You've got people looking at kind of crystal cave Omni nines and going, Holy shit. Like, what is this shoe? I need this shoe. And you're there like, what like where's this come from so yeah massive but for me that that that's an absolutely brilliant shoe and is is up there um as one of the best shoes of the year um and for me yeah my favorite pickup i think so yeah that that's that's my that's my choice but it's it's tough there's been as i said there's been so much good stuff um it's very hard to uh to pick one really doesn't surprise me that you've picked that it's a beautiful beautiful shoe um i think that one really is kind of the big catalyst for Saucony this year i know you mentioned there about kind of Huge. the 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 crystal cave omnis and things like this 
Um, I know there was another couple of like uh, other collaborations like the Color Plus Company, Raised by Wolves, etc. That have oh, really kind of so many good collaborations for Sokony this year. Yeah, really, really have. Um, and uh, I, I think like again, um, there, there are a few that um, like again really stood out I'm, I'm trying to think of the pair i'm looking through the their instagram now it's really going to bug me that i can't find it uh is it the the um the soccer times is it claimer climber the 3d grid hurricane yeah yeah um and like again there's a few pairs that have really really stood out for soccer this year but i think that j tips has been the one you know how like when the new balance hype was really really starting to get big it was like that joe fresh goods 992 was like the all oh, now they're on the map i feel like the j tips Sockany has been Sockany's version of that this year so uh, i think yeah you're really really lucky to have that shoe and now when you look at kind of the resale market for that shoe it's massive which i don't mm. think we would have expected at the beginning of the year so very very good shoe for you to pick as your favorite pickup scott well done thank you very much Overall, it's been a fantastic year. I know we've said that 10,000 times, and I'm just very, very excited to see what 2024 brings. Are we going to see hype return in 2024? Are we going to see more of the same? Is the hype going to dip even less? Who knows? I know we have a few really, really big pairs already scheduled for 2024. I know for me, Scott, I'm absolutely over the moon that the Air 180 is making a return. Um, I know I've been laughing in this episode saying that I haven't spent more than £110 on a shoe all year. I definitely will be next year because... I am going for every Air 180 that is dropping in 2024. <laughs> if we've got Chlorophyll Pater Air Maxes returning, I want those as well. Like, I'm already so, so excited for next year. Stash 95s as yeah. well. Like there, there's, right. I think next year is, I don't know, obviously in terms of, I don't know in terms of hype, but I think, there seems to be a lot of very big re-releases and retros of pairs that maybe we didn't think we were going to get before that um, certainly I think, um, yeah, it's going to be dictate at least the beginning of next year anyway. Yeah. Well, Keep an eye out for our next episode, our all-star, our all-star battle. And remember to get involved on Instagram for the voting for that. But uh, really, the last thing for us to say, Scott, is just thank you very much for listening to the Doubled Up podcast. Remember, if you like this episode, leave us a five-star rating and review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Make sure you follow at Doubled Up Podcast on Instagram and use hashtag Doubled Up Pod to be featured on the Instagram page. You can find me, Matt, at Matt underscore Sibley underscore on Instagram. Scott, tell the listeners where they can find you. You can find me at underscore sneaker teacher. Speak to you next time, guys. And as always, peace, Manuson. Peace, Manuson, to you all.